Hi everybody, Phil Walsh here. Little bonus episode for Phil at the movies. Realize it. Just a few more words to say on the Dark Knight. I know it seems to be. A, I haven't had my fill of talking about it yet. But given that this is the film's fifteenth anniversary, figured there's there's always more to say about my favorite film of all time. And I only alluded to it a little bit in the full episode, but. The interrogation scene, in my humble opinion, is the greatest scene in the entire movie, and it's one of the best scenes in any comic book movie, as well as just a phenomenal piece of two people talking and how sometimes a scene that has people talking, having a discussion, a debate, can actually be as exciting, if not more so, than a scene with explosions and chases and all of that other guts and and glory. But this scene has been dissected over the last 15 years, and there's little I can add to the discussion other than I can say it is the most rousing and important scene in the entire movie. And it just is literally two people talking, Batman and the Joker. It's a battle of their philosophies. And Again, to set the stage, you've got the Joker who has been captured. Batman and the police are supposed to be in control. They're the ones in charge, but yet as the scene progresses, the Joker drops hints of his plan, and we see that the person who is in control is actually the one who's incarcerated. I mean, a master manipulator at work, and he's just there playing everybody off each other for his own whim and, and amusement. And Batman, of course, resorts to bashing the Joker and punching him and unleashing a ferocious assault all to the Joker's degree. I mean, it's almost like he's goading Batman into, into, into beating him up. He's like, you have nothing to threaten me with, nothing to do with all your strength. He wants Batman to lose it. He wants Batman to, to cross that line. And that is the worst kind of enemy. It's the worst kind of foe you can be confronted with because it's someone who is unreasonable, someone that has no desire in, in defeat or even glory other than their own personal amusement. And, and the Joker is this idea of chaos incarnate. And that, of course, runs contra to, to Batman's own mantra. I mean, up until now, he's believed in, in the story. He has believed that you can beat criminals to a pulp, essentially, and drop them off at police headquarters and call it a day. And yet, he sees the limit, and we're shown the limits of that thinking. Even a caged Joker is just as deadly, if not more so, than a Joker loose on the street. And that's because, as Alfred says so eloquently in the movie, some men just want to watch the world burn. And this mo- this scene right here kind of encapsulates their whole struggle. It encapsulates the whole point of of the film up until this up until this section, Batman is facing an unstoppable an unstoppable enemy, and, and in the long term, his cause and his mission have become even more important because he's now realizing this is not just a simple call you know one 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 day and it's over kind of a fight. It's everlasting. Defeating criminals and the whole criminal element is no longer a a, a temporary solution, but an ongoing fight. And of course, not only is it you know underscoring the challenge Batman faces, it really gets to the root of of how the Joker views society, how Joker views human nature. And of course you cap that off with the with the acting. I mean Ledger and Bale are, are sublime. They they're feeding off of each other's energy. Joker is this billowing uh, anarch, uh, anarchy and, and chaos incarnate and he's up against Batman who is this stoic unmovable object. You know, it's an unstoppable force versus the, the the immovable 
object and it's the budding of their ideologies a truly a clash of good and evil light and dark and to me it illustrates the epitome of their relationship as well as establishes it for the first time in the context of this world and in the story the joker is not just some average criminal and, and batman is not just a member of of the law enforcement community these are two forces who were eerily similar and are yin and yang to each other and even the joker says it during the discussion that he doesn't want to kill batman and it's like what would i do without you these are people who were locked in a perpetual battle of wits and it's trying to see who has the advantage over the other and it's it's really fascinating to see batman go into the, the scene at the start and think he had think he has all the cards and then once the joker turns the table he starts you know resorting to just beating him up and punching him and realizing then he's not winning this is a much deeper and psychological fight than just locking up the criminal and throwing the key away you really have to get to the root cause of the problem which is something that's almost impossible to to defeat or control which is anarchy and chaos itself uh, this scene it is absolutely amazing it is a phenomenal piece of, of of just acting prowess i mean tension the drama the suspense batman unleashing on the joker but it's all not done for flash it's not a spectacle of a scene it really is at the heart a discussion between these two characters who are having a meeting of the minds and really getting a sense of each other's philosophy their ideology and, and that's the beauty of it that's what makes the scene so so incredible so memorable is that it's we're locked into this discussion and so even when batman starts punching the joker that's really the the ultimate payoff because we've had the the build up to it through this really intense discussion of ideas and philosophies between these two characters who are polar opposites but yet at the same time have that that strange kinship because they are in a lot of ways the extremes uh, of both sides of the spectrum it's a master class in in acting it's a master class in writing it and it stands out to me as the greatest scene in the entire movie and, and it's a testament to it to it especially given this film is flawless from beginning to end but this scene it just it's the chef's kiss the final scene that i will mention because i only briefly alluded to it in the in the fall episode the start of this movie, the prologue, if you will, which is the Joker's heist or bank robbery uh, of the Gotham National Bank, it's a perfect way to establish the tone of the movie, but also to introduce a villain. And, and Nolan did a lot of things right with this movie, but the, the one thing that he really excelled at, in my humble opinion, was not giving the Joker an origin, but just presenting him as a fully developed character. We didn't need to see who this character is. We don't need to know his background. He hints at it in various tellings, always changing the, the, the story a little bit. But, of course, that's in keeping with the Joker's character. But the, the real beauty of this whole five and a half minutes is we get to see who the Joker is, why he is this threat, and why he will be a threat as the story unfolds. First up, we see the start of the film. It's a bank robber, a bank robbery uh, about to, uh, to to begin, and all of the thugs are talking about their boss, the guy that hired them, the mysterious Joker. 
and you get little snippets of his personality, little background information. But you can already have the sense that this guy is a threat, even though we have yet to see him in the flesh, so to speak. And of course, all of the uh, all of the, the the goons start turning on each other as part of the elaborate plan until two of them are are finally left, and of course one of them is the Joker, and of course according to plan everything goes just as he orchestrated, and finally the Joker is the last man standing, and it's just such a beautiful way to to set up a great villain, because you don't overexpose him, you don't have him in every single beat. Sometimes what you don't see is more is more impactful and more memorable than what you do see. So when finally the character does appear, when he takes the mask off, you're just in awe and, and shocked by it, because we've had this, this dramatic build-up to the character uh, by, by the time he finally shows his face. I, I, I love that scene. It's another one of these moments where it can almost act like a movie within a movie, and in many ways it did during the promotional part for this uh, for, for, for the film. This was released as part of a, a teaser trailer that was shown ahead of, of the movie I Am Legend back in 2007, and it really does act almost like a mini-episode, if you will, because it's a, it's a self-contained uh, sequence of events, of course, that does have an impact on the plot later on in the film, given that this is a, a mob bank that the Joker is stealing from, but it's just a wonderful setup to showcase what is going on behind the scenes in the Joker's mind, and then bringing him to the to the center and making him an established threat that's only going to get bigger as the story unfolds. So there we have it. Two scenes that I just wanted to just elaborate a little bit more on in, in honor of the Dark Knight's anniversary. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And this would be a great opportunity. Let me know your favorite scene. I know I've put it out there on Twitter before, but uh, let me know your thoughts again on this on this film that I truly believe is a masterpiece.